Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world. We'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio and here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. and Robin Boyd today. Robin Boyd is volunteering in a soup kitchen in uh, the local chapter of New Hampshire. So she is there running, uh, I think she's running hot food today. I'm not exactly sure, but she's unable to be on the air with us today. And we are going to bring on another TogiNet host, uh, Blythe Lipman. She's baby and toddler instructions. She's going to join me uh, for the show today. And we've got some outstanding guests. We just have uh, Dwight John Zimmerman, who's the head of Military Writers Society of America, and he's going to talk to us about uh, things that are going on uh, in the writer Society. Um, you know, it's so important that we preserve American history. We preserve our World War II uh, veteran stories. We had Jeff Worthington on last week of the iHistory Project, and they are preserving World War II veteran stories in a very unique way. Uh, they are pairing high school students with World War II veterans veterans and our World War II veterans are dying at a rate of about 100 a day. So anything we can do to preserve those stories is a really wonderful thing and to have high school students getting involved in this living history program is really an amazing thing because history really comes alive uh, as part of this video project and um, one of the things that they're going to do with these video uh, video archives is uh, put them in the Library of Congress. So I think it's a really exciting project, uh, what we do with Military Writers Society of America in these iHistory programs to preserve living history uh, because, you know, these stories die with us when we pass away. Um, and so we're going to welcome uh, John Zimmerman, and then after that we are going to bring on uh, Paula Dominici and Suzanne Best and these are two really really smart ladies that wrote a book called Courage After Fire for Parents of Service Members Strategies for Coping When Your Son or Daughter Returns from Deployment. Uh, there's another author credited on the title Keith Armstrong. He will not be with us today. The foreword was written by Senator Bob Dole and one of the things that I really like about this book is that it deals with some of the unsung heroes. Um, Blythe, do we have you today? Are you on the air with me? I'm here. There hello, she hello. is. There me? she is. Yay. <laughs> All the way from Arizona. I just love this technology. Yeah. Um, I was just I sharing know. with our our listeners a little bit about um, the authors that we're going to have on uh, because they cover some of the unsung heroes 
of our war. And, you know, we talk a lot about uh, military families and, you know, there's a lot of information out there for the spouses. We're seeing more information come for deployment kids, you know, really the needs of the children, uh, Blythe, that, you know, that join the military when mom or dad joins the military. And I think it's outstanding. What about the grandparents, though? Well, that's what this book is about. You know, a lot of the grandparents I know are taking care of their grandchildren while one or both of their children are on deployment. So that's, to me, another unsung hero group. But then we've got these parents of service members. You know, a lot of our service members are 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, and they may or may not have... You know, they might have left mom and dad's house, you know, to go off to war and come back to mom and dad's house. So I'm so excited today to talk to uh, these two PhDs in putting this information together. Because, Blythe, you're on the air every week talking about family issues and helping parents of small children. You said something to me on the phone today about parenting never ends. And how old are your kids? Oh, my goodness, 31 and 34, and it doesn't ever end. We always worry, and but it's all relative because, you know, the new parents that I deal with, their problems are big when their kids are little, but you know what? We never stop, do we? <laughs> we never stop, and this is the first like valuable resource that I found that's really written to the parents of deployed service members. I know Marcella Stretch has a great group called Pods, Parents of Deployed Service Members on Facebook, and it's a really, really strong, active group. I'm a member of it. If you're a parent of a deployed service member or an aunt or an uncle, somebody who is responsible um you know, in a large part for our young men and women overseas. This is really, really a great group, and this is really a great book um, because I think parents will really benefit from the information in this book. We should have had it 10 years ago when the war started. I am very excited about your guest because I was reading the bio about the book. My gosh, what it's, you're right. It should have been here 20 years ago. I mean, we don't even want to go back to Vietnam, but, you know, there just isn't a lot there, and people don't think about what happens. It's scary. It is. It is. You know, and we've got, you know, we've had, you know, issues with battle fatigue and World War II or combat stress. I forgot which which word was attached to, you know, which which war. But, you know, we see all these stories and everywhere you turn around, you see post-traumatic stress, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, but but we really don't see a lot about the parents who are taking care of our returning service members. There's really not much covered out in the media. You know, it's funny because my books are Help My Baby Came Without Instructions and Help My Toddler Came Without Instructions. Maybe there ought to be a help book for parents because there aren't rules and how do you know what to do? You know, you want to tread softly. Your child just came home from a really terribly difficult place and they may not be the same. What do you do? What do you do? Right. Help My Soldier Didn't Come With Instructions. Um, yes, Exactly. We can co-author it, Sandra. There you go. Oh, I'm not writing it. You can get these smart people who who study this stuff all day long. Because um, I really do think, you know, when you're a parent and you watch your son and daughter go off, off to war, I think, you know, there's there's not only like, you know, you think about like, oh, how brave my kid is. Oh, how wonderful this is. And then there's that huge component of I'm scared to death. 
You know, I can't even imagine. I mean, I just can't imagine what every single day you get up. You know, I worry when my kids are in the car every day. But when your child, you know, someplace so far away and you can't pick up a cell phone and say, what are you doing? I don't know. It's tough. You have to be strong. We're strong as parents, but it doesn't mean we don't worry. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, that's one of the things that I love about this book because, um, you know, they have a whole section called Struggles of the Spirit. And I read it and I don't have, you know, my kids are six and, uh, what are they, six and nine right now. Um, But there's, it's interesting because they get into like the moral struggles, the identity struggles, um, you know, their spiritual struggles, and then even into the existential struggles, you know, which you know, makes people question, you know, you know, where are we? What are we doing? Who are we? Um, question your own existence. This is tough stuff when your kids come home. It's, you know, hard enough without deployment, but throw, um, you know, throw a deployment on here, throw conflict situations, throw in some PTSD, a few TBIs. You know, you've got some really big issues that are falling on the shoulders of our, our parents. It's so true, you know, and when do you know if they need the extra help or when do you know if it's just normal? I mean, you don't. Right, right, because what is normal? Um, I'm going to go ahead and bring on uh, Dwight Zimmerman a little bit early uh, so that we have plenty of time. I noticed on our Facebook page we're starting to get uh, some questions rolling in already. So let's bring on Dwight Zimmerman and find out what's going on with Military Writers Society of America. Hello. Do we have uh, you? There are you, you are. I recognize that voice. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much for, again, having me on your show. It's such a delight to be here. It is. It is. We love to have you on here because I we have so many authors from Military Writers Society of America, and you guys do such great work. And our military writers that we have on today are, you know, they came up with this cool thing about, you know, a book on for just for parents of service members. Uh-huh. Yes, so, I, uh, well, uh, next week we're, you know, having our conference that uh, starts on September 26th at Dayton and lasts until the 29th, and I am very excited about that. We have some excellent, excellent books uh, that are candidates for awards, and I, it's just going to be fun. Uh, I've... The first year that I attended it, uh, I was, you know, obviously just a member, but uh, one of my books was up for an award, and just the fellowship and enthusiasm that I encountered with uh, the members, and the fact that I also won a gold medal for my book, uh, (laughs) which was the Book of War, well, that helped, too. And, you know, so I, I, you know, obviously, you know, things have uh, developed there, and now I'm the president of the organization, and I have to say it is just such an honor to be in that position. Now, what are some of the books that are offered up this year? Uh, I haven't seen the list. Um, I'm sure I have it somewhere, some of the nominees. What are the different categories uh, that you've explored um, as, uh, you know, as leader of this organization? Well, what I'm happy to say is that the Military Writers Society of America has the most comprehensive awards category for 
military-themed material. Uh, We go from uh, children's to historical fiction to thriller mystery, science fiction fantasy, literary fiction. I'm going down the list here, obviously. Regular history, memoir. Uh, That's really, you know, our core memoir. Uh, biographies, uh, even how-to in business and spiritual, religious. Uh, it is just, uh, I, I have just been so impressed with uh, the wide variety of uh, talent and depth of uh, what the members have been able to uh, produce. That is so outstanding. I'm going to take us to commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to visit some more with the president of Military Writers Society of America. They're having their upcoming awards in Dayton, Ohio. When you come back, we're going to talk more about the offerings. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. In the annals of recorded history, there has never been anything that can compare to home movies. But now, in this modern era, where do you turn for the best information? Right here. It's the Home Movie Legacy Project, hosted by Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Learn how to organize, digitize, share on social media, use as genealogy research, repurpose, or even monetize found footage. Discover ways to find films about your own family that you didn't even know existed. Or create a documentary that can use the power of home movies to deliver a message that can impact the lives of many. For more on Rhonda and the show, go to our website, homemovielegacy.com. Then be here as the journey continues with the Home Movie Legacy Project with Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. It's time to devote time to yourself and strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for B-Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Tokenet Radio. Each week, Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be By Design, How I Be Is Up To Me, hosts lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on the Tokyo. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a statue. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Hey, military moms, this is Sandra Beck, and Robin Boyd is off today. She's volunteering her time at a soup kitchen, and Blythe Lippman, uh, the author of a couple books, Help My Baby Came Without Instructions, Help My Toddler Came Without So, parents, if you're looking for uh, babies and toddlers, Blythe, when does your show air? Do we have Blythe? Okay, maybe we don't have Blythe. All right, well, we have uh, Dwight Zimmerman. He's on the show with us today, and he's going to talk a little bit about the offerings uh, that Military Writer Society of America has uh, with respect to uh, their children and young adult authors, because he says that they address some family issues. Uh, okay, uh, Dwight, are you there? Here, guys. So, yeah, I mean, obviously we do yeah, uh, have the typical yeah, history, memoir, uh, personal stories, uh, uh, adult fiction, you know, the military themes. Uh, they include you know, this year uh, Tom Clancy Presents Active Valor by Dick Couch, uh, George Galderisi, and S. F. Weber, and another book, uh, Buddy and Grace, and Black Horse Riders by Philip Keith. Uh, that that's uh, about Vietnam. But uh, you know, the part that I'm really happy about is, and this has been an ongoing thing, and not just this year. We have uh, two categories that deal specifically with you know, the children and families, because they are very much affected, obviously, as your audience knows. Uh, just as much as the people wearing the uniform and going out there out in the field. And uh, some of our authors have written some absolutely uh, powerful material that address separation. Uh, we have Jesus the Honu by Kristen Barnes, Picosaurus Mac by Sandra Miller Linhart, Spanky a Soldier's Son, Lion's Pride, A Tale of Deployment. Miss You to Pieces, a deployment story and project idea for kids, which is very inventive. It's not just uh, a book. It's uh, interactive, uh, all kinds. Uh, Donna Perky, uh, the author of that, was very inventive in how she put together this whole package. Um, for young adult, we have Butterfly Dust, uh, Backcountry Fury, a 16-year-old patriot in the Revolutionary War, that, yeah, a piece of fiction, but yeah, getting kids to relate to uh, that, that point of view in the war. Famous Dogs. Uh, we have a couple of animal books. It, it is so fascinating to see the different approaches that they all bring to this to... Yeah, help uh, families connect. That's so important. Um, do we have Blythe back? Blythe, are you with us? Uh, yeah, well, I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Oh, Dwight and Blythe. Oh, there, okay. It sounds the same, Dwight and Blythe. Yeah, I'm here. Yes, can you hear I'm me now? sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. 
This is a really a new trend, uh, don't you guys think? And Blythe, you know the baby and toddler instruction market very, really well. And uh, Dwight, you know the Military Writer Society. I'm seeing a, a, a big push for uh, books that are written to help not only the spouses, but now the children and the, the family members, the moms and the dads, as well as the grandparents. I think of that book, Deployment Kids, that uh, came out a couple of years ago. That was the the only one I knew about. I think this is a new trend in publishing. Uh, I'd love your thoughts first, Blythe, and then uh, over to Dwight. It does sound a lot alike. <laughs> you know, it does sound alike, our names, but there should be things for the kids. I mean, so many times, you know what, what happens to the service people that return and they their kids were babies and now they're three or four? I mean, just to have a story about it. Or, or have a story about a dog that's going to make things happy. I mean, there's we, we have stories about potty training, about wearing shoes. I am so excited to hear about this. It is. There's Daddy's Boots. There's a couple other ones. They're like breastfeeding and combat boots. That's another favorite of mine. Uh, Dwight, what about you? What do you see with respect to the military publishing, with respect to uh, books to help the children? Okay, insofar as that specifically, I'm happy that, uh, well, Sandra Miller Linhart has uh, made a career of addressing that specific issue. She has Granny Boots, uh, a series of uh, children's books. Her latest is Spikisaurus Max, which is up for an award this year. And uh, I have been very impressed overall with her high quality of uh, of work on my side i have yeah this is my material is more for the young adult market in other words the early teens uh the preteens uh where i wrote a graphic uh, novel history of the vietnam war and also a civil war history biography of abraham lincoln and frederick douglas uh, basically trying to engage them both in history and, well, in my case, but uh, these uh, people here, uh, the authors up for awards this year, have really focused on the social issues, the impact of deployment with families, the separation, uh, the angst. And actually, we, uh, our organization, I'm proud and happy to say, is we have a history of authors who have consistently been come forth with books on that theme, and I'll say again, their names, Kristen Barnes, Sandra Miller, Linhart, Sue, Leneve, Grace, and Remy, Donna, and Perky, anyone who wants to find out more can go to our website, which is mwsadispatches.com, and they, they can access the biography pages, the author pages, uh, to find out about books, and then they basically they navigate through and they can find out the specific things for the categories. Which I think is really important, uh, Dwight, because there's so many books out there. Like when you go on Amazon or you go on Barnes & Noble, it's almost overwhelming. And so, you know, I like to to start my search. If I'm looking for something, you know, military-related, I like to start with Military Writers Society of America. That's the M uh, W. uh, What is it? M? (laughs) I can't remember. M W S A. 
dispatches. Um, but I think that's really important because we funnel through and we get the award winners. And what I like about these authors too, especially like Sandra Miller Linhart, there's some that you know these haven't been picked up a lot of times huge national publishers uh, yet, but that doesn't mean that their books are not fantastic. Some of these books that come across my desk uh, from your organization, uh, just by the nature of what they are, if you're a military family, if you're a military mom or dad or a grandparent and you're looking for ways to explain these things, it's really easy to go to uh, this resource and, and find something that can help. Well, you raised a very good point there, uh, and it is something that uh, I have railed about with uh, my editors and publishers. Yeah, uh, the the big houses, they are looking for the broadest range uh, of audience, you know, and as such, yeah, and the way that the market has gone, it has gone so crazy that um, they, yeah. It's, Unfortunately, too many of the editors right now are in fear of their jobs, where people sure. have been laid off and everything like that. So naturally, they are going to go for the surefire thing, which winds up being the J.K. Rowling, uh, the uh, the Stephen King, in other words, yeah, and yeah, um, the Bill O'Reilly. I, I was fortunate to uh, take Bill O'Reilly's Killing Lincoln and do the young adult adaptation of it called Lincoln's Last Days. Uh, because of my background and experience and uh, and having adapted uh, adult books for the children's market and for doing it in, uh, in the military side of you know, things. But mine is a very unusual thing, and even then it was just difficult. So people you know, looking for these kind of books should not be focused on bestseller list because it's just not there. Uh, these are very issue-specific things, and they fill a, an important need. Uh, yeah, an, another uh, category we have are the spiritual religious, for instance. Uh, we have three authors up for awards, uh, Larkin Spivey, Jocelyn Green, and Karen Whitting. They collaborated. Kim Cluxon Meredith, Stories of Faith and Courage from the Vietnam War. Stories of Faith and Courage from the Home Front. Listen for the Whispers, Coping with Grief and Learning to Live Again. Now, just from the titles alone, they're very evocative, they're thematic. I don't think I have to explain to your readers the way that I would have to explain to an editor in one of the big houses here in New York City what exactly, why they are important. You know, Dwight, I have to I have to chime in here a minute. Being an author myself, it's interesting because so many times I've picked up books that nobody's ever heard of, and I'm in two book clubs, and we mm -hmm. end up reading them and talking about them. So you're right. You know what? The big houses do publicize the big authors, and the little authors sometimes are left behind, but not on purpose. And then when you find the little author with something that just hits you, I mean, you could, you know, we can Google anything. You can put the silliest thing in Google, and you may find that book that's just going to hit what you want at that minute. Talking about military, talking about children of military families. Um, so you know, we're all different, and we're all looking for different things. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at another book on our uh, awards list: Thirty Days with My Father, Finding Peace from Wartime PTSD by Crystal Presley. Uh, it's a memoir, yeah, and uh, of this daughter and her struggles 
with her father, uh, who uh, has his own struggles. Oh, you guys, uh, I got to cut relief. you off. Guys, I got to cut you off. This has been a great segment. I want to recommend that you check out uh, our president here at MWSADispatches.com. It's a great place to go for military reads. Uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to welcome uh, Dr. Paula Dominici and Dr. Suzanne Best, and we're going to talk about courage after fire for parents of service members. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Get the competitive edge and take your success to the next level with the Gold Medal Success Show and your host, Forrest Fisher, six-time U.S. National Gold Medalist. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central, 6 Pacific, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. As Forrest gives you access into the mindset of true champions and helps you apply these success principles to your life and business for immediate results. Each show will feature guest athletes and business experts who have achieved tremendous success and are ready to share their stories of struggle, glory, tragedy, and triumph. Revealing tips and strategies Forrest and these guest experts use to propel themselves to world-class success. Many people live their whole lives wanting more. The Gold Medal Success Show will demonstrate that anyone can have a more fulfilling and satisfying life when they put a few basic principles into play. Make every day game day with the Gold Medal Success Show each Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search physical tasks, mental attitude emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work For more on Alan Sherwood MBA and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. Because there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Hey, military moms, this is Sandra Beck, and Robin Boyd is volunteering at a soup kitchen today, and our stand-in fantastic host is Blythe Lippman. She has her own show on this network, Baby and Toddler Instructions. She's the author of two books that can be found on Amazon, Help My Baby Came Without Instructions, Help My Toddler Came Without Instructions. She's helped me a lot over the years. For those of you that missed the first half of the show, uh, we were visiting with Dwight Zimmerman, and he is the president of Military Writers Society of America and for specialized books that are uh, dealing with military issues, military family, military situations. You can check out MWSA, like Military Writers Society of America, dispatches.com. You can also listen to this broadcast along with our other broadcasts on iTunes under Military Mom Talk Radio. We can also be found on our website, the .com by the same name, Military Mom Talk Radio. And, of course, you can go to our host station in Texas, and we want to thank uh, Karina and Eric and Casey and Kevin and everybody over there that helps put this show together for the military family at toginet.com. All right, there is my public service announcement. Let's move over to our guests. We're welcoming today Dr. Paula Dominici and Dr. Suzanne Best. They have written an outstanding book. Uh, I'm so thrilled to bring this to the airwaves today, you guys, because there are so many needs of the ancillary military family, you know, beyond the, the children of the service member, beyond the service member themselves. You know, we've got a whole untapped, unsung hero group in our parents of deployed service members. And I know our pods group on Facebook, over a thousand strong are listening today. Uh, And we're just so happy, uh, Paula and Suzanne, about the book you wrote. So I'm going to go to Paula first and I'm going to ask Paula, why this book? Why is it important that this book be written? Well, we had written an earlier book um, that was for the service members themselves and family members in general. And over time, what we discovered in our work with veterans and service members is that there really is this gap in resources for the parents, as you just noted. Um, We did some searches. We looked to see if there were any other resources out there, and there were very few. And so with the two wars going on in Iraq and Afghanistan, it kind of amplified our attention to this population, which we feel like is very neglected. And we felt like it would be a a good service to provide them with this resource. That is really amazing. Uh, Suzanne, I'm going to go to you uh, right now. Paula, I'm going to ask you to turn your mic down. We've got a little bit of a reverb here. Uh, Suzanne, how was it writing a book with three different people? You've got Paula Dominici, Suzanne Best, and uh, Keith Armstrong. And are you guys in all different parts of the country, or are you guys uh, near each other? No, we couldn't be spread out any further, actually. Um, and, and that's actually the wonderful part of it is that we're spread out across the country. Keith is actually in San Francisco. I'm up in Portland, Oregon, and Paul is in Washington, D.C. And it's nice for us to be able to bring different perspectives, and we all work with different groups of people in different settings, but all military and their families. And so it was nice for us to be able to come together and write this book and we just tend to write bits of different pieces and then pass them along to each other, and then we each add to that, and it's really a wonderful process. 
Well, and I think what I like about this, you know, and, and we we saw this, Robin and I, and um, we also have had, you know, guests from all over the world. It's interesting when you start seeing the trends. Trends, you know, it you doesn't, know. Doesn't matter whether you're in Florida or Afghanistan or Okinawa, um, people are experiencing the same things. Uh, Blythe, you have a question. Suzanne, I have a question. How long did it take you to write a book with three authors? Because it's just great, and I can't imagine doing it with three people. I have my own books, and I would have loved to have other people helping me. Maybe the next book. Well, Paula, maybe but how long better. did it take you? Can you hear me? Yes. Um, yes, I believe. <laughs> yes, I believe it took us this, this particular book. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, eight months, nine months to write the entire book. But we started working on the idea um, as far back as 2010. Wow. wow. You know what? It takes a lot. Did you have a lot of surprises? You know, I know when I ha when I was writing my book, some things would come up and I'd go, well, I didn't think of that. Or, you know what? I have to add this to the book. It's so important I didn't think about this because your book is great. Probably the yes. hardest part was limiting the topic because originally we thought we might focus on um, during deployment as well as, well as post-deployment. And we just found that that would be too much to cover. Well, it's a lot. I mean, it, you know, I'm going to ask everybody on uh, on the air today to turn your volumes down if you have volumes up. Um, the section that I liked a lot, there were two sections in particular. Um, one was the one that talked about, um, like, the anger issues, alcohol, staying safe, you know, the drug use. I can't tell you guys how many uh, parents have contacted us saying, you know, their son or daughter is exhibiting some of these things. And um, I love that you hit the problem behaviors and that you gave some solutions, like the set limits, be vigilant about violence, um, man. Managing your reactions. Not only is this a book that raises awareness, um, but it also gives us some really good chances at recognizing uh, what we're seeing. And for those parents listening today, uh, one of the questions that came up um, before the show was talking about anxiety. Like, what is too much? What is normal worry? What's, you know, anxiety? And, and what's, you know, kind of off the chart? When do you get help? Um, as healthcare professionals, and I'm going to go to Suzanne, um, you know, when you talk about all these things that um, kind of they all go together. You've got depression, you've got panic attacks, you've got anxiety, you've got, you know, a lot of different problem behaviors that are coupled then by substance abuse, you know, whether they're treating themselves or treatment got out of hand. Where do you start? That was one of the questions that just came in. I've got a son that's come back exhibiting a lot of these things. Where do they start? Yes, and that is such a good question. And, you know, when, when, when a veteran or a service member enters my therapy office, um, I start by just asking them, what is interfering with your life most right now? Um, is, is it your sleep? Is it anxiety? Is it depression? You know, what right now is getting in the way of your being able to uh, interact with your family, be out in the world, and accomplish the things that you want to on a day-to-day -day basis. And so sometimes the best place to start is the place that the veteran 
our service member really um, is finding to be the most problematic for them. So it's not for me to choose and decide necessarily what is most important. Now, when you have an adult son or daughter living in your house, and, you know, this is another uh, anecdotal story that came in through our social media while we're on the air. We've got parents that have had to um, call the police on uh, son or daughter. We've had issues in court with son and daughter with some of these behaviors. How does a parent... Like, what advice do you give a parent in those situations when they're trying to get a son or daughter into help and they either don't recognize that there's a problem, they don't want to admit there's a problem, or they're in such a state that, you know, you've got siblings like this lady that's writing in. She's got, you know, teenage children at home and a, and a 19-year-old son who's who has a lot of issues. Suzanne, do you want to answer that? Oh, okay, certainly. Um, well, you know, really what we tried to emphasize in the book is that safety comes first. And that means safety for parents, safety for their, their other children. And so the first thing you need to do is be sure that you are taking care of yourself and, and the, the rest of your family and ensuring your own safety. Um, once that's established then, yes, it can be very difficult to motorate, motivate returning service members to seek help, even when they're really in desperate need. And so um, one thing that needs to happen is to be able to mobilize as much support as possible from the communities to be able to hook um, your service member up with other returning veterans who might be of assistance and support and to really reach out to as many resources as you can in the community. Um, because sometimes they don't want to hear it from their parents or even from their spouses. Um, and so sometimes the best thing you can do is find other veterans that can help provide assistance. I think that's really valuable to, you know, to try to enlist, you know, the help of their buddies or their girlfriends um, in that situation. Um, what I'd like to talk about, we've got just a couple minutes before we go to break. Um, I would like to talk about your your best piece of advice for a military uh, parent that is struggling with um, a child. Do you recommend, if they can't get that child into counseling, do you recommend that the parent go? Absolutely, um, I've seen a lot of parents. Yeah, that would, sure, that would help. Certainly, yes, I've seen a lot of parents come in because you know the parents are impacted significantly, and the the first thing they need to do is really to help themselves before they can provide the best support possible for their service member children. So I've actually seen a number of parents through a pro bono organization. Here in the Portland area, and there are a number of these across the country. Um, the one that I um, provide services through is called Returning Veterans Project, but there are others that you're probably familiar with, um, such as um, 
let's see. There's you know what, Suzanne, pages. I'm going to ask you to hold that. I'm going to take us to commercial break. Uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about taking good care of ourselves as we care for our service members. Our guests today are Dr. Paula Dominici and Dr. Suzanne Best, and we don't want to live out, leave out the third author, uh, Keith Armstrong. The book is Courage After Fire for Parents of Service Members, Strategies for Coping When Your Son or Daughter Returns from Deployment, More After the Break. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Victor Frankel, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding the quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, mobile marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simplify and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list and a Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, 
ladies. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Blythe Lipman. She's filling in for Robin Boyd. And our guests today are Dr. Paula Dominici and Dr. Suzanne Best. They've written a great book called Courage After Fire for parents of service members, strategies for coping when your son or daughter returns from deployment. Before we went to break, uh, uh, Paula was talking a little bit about... um, or no, I'm sorry, it was Suzanne. Suzanne, you were about to give us some resources for family members. Yes, I just wanted to mention briefly that there are a number of organizations across the country, um, and I'm part of one of them where we are therapists um, out in the community that provide pro bono services to returning veterans and their family members. And through those, a great number of parents are seen who would not otherwise be able to receive services one of the biggest groups um, that's across the nation is called Given Hour, and you can just look up GivenHour.com, I believe. And then the other one is So Far is one of the, the bigger uh, groups that you can find online, and they provide wonderful services. And Blythe, you had a question about moms uh, having difficulty coping when their son or daughter comes back. Can I have you throw that over to Suzanne before we go to Paula? Yes, Suzanne, I was wondering if mom or dad are having a hard time dealing with the difficulties that their child is having, does it help for them to share it and say, you know what, I'm having such a tough time dealing with this, I'm going to get some help, or is that something that would anger the child more or shame them? How do you know what to do? Or do you just go get the help and then act differently? Well, I mean, you know, every situation is different, and it depends a great deal on the type of communication that you have with your child. But um, sometimes it, it is good to be able to model for your child that it's okay to ask for help. And so to be able to say, you know what, I'd really love to help you, but I don't even know how to help myself at this point. And so I'm going to go seek help outside and hopefully um, I'll get information that will be able to help us both. Oh, what a great answer. What a great answer. Um, you guys seem to have a lot of answers in this book. And what I like about this book, it's really a toolkit. Um, you know, a lot of our family members are really far away from VA services, especially, you know, those that live in New Mexico and some of the more rural states that, it, you know, can be a couple hundred miles to get to the VA. So there's lots of resources in here. Uh, I'd like to talk to Paula for a minute about what is unique about this book and how did you get this information together what are some of the things uh that motivated you and uh made the decision maker for including some of this really powerful information um well one of the most unique things about the book is that uh, parents can pick it up and read just a chapter that might pertain to their particular situation So in that regard, they don't have to go through the whole book and they can get help related to what they're most concerned about. Another thing that we incorporated are parent quotes. So we had a parent survey that we did online where we got feedback from parents in the shoes of individuals like who would read the book, and they explained some of their struggles and how they coped. And so we introduced a lot of the chapters and weave these quotes in throughout the book that I think help make the mothers and fathers who read it um, feel validated and normalized and like they can relate. 
We also have sample scripts in the book for, like, how to start a conversation with your son or daughter if you're concerned about them. Not that we think the mother or father should use the script verbatim, but at least it gets them thinking about how they would word a question or broach the subject. Um, so in that regard, I feel like it's very hands-on. It has a lot of practical information that can be applied to all sorts of uh, parents. Well, and I love these quotes. I want to read a couple, um, like one that particularly I can, I've, I've heard this many times before, uh, and you hit it right in Chapter 2. It's been a tough transition, says Olivia. He's trying to find work and having trouble adjusting to life here again. Man, that sums up 90% of the letters we get in at Military Mom Talk Radio, our young men and women coming back to no jobs and then finding it hard to adjust to life again. I mean, you just hit that one right on the head. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting when we started getting the surveys back and looking at the quotes and then relating it back to our own clinical work and what we know about the field, a lot of the testimonies really encapsulated what we kind of have heard or know. So it was great to be have, it was great to have them there to kind of crystallize the topics that are going to be in that respective chapter. Absolutely, absolutely. And I like that, uh, you know, you cover so much. I'm just going to take a minute here uh, to talk about some of the things that, you know, that you talk about. I mean, you, you talk about, you know, issues that relate to, you know, the physical injuries, you know, the TBIs, we've got pain management issues, we've got integrative care, you know, we've got you know, the big question is, how do you know if it is a TBI? You know, that's very nonspecific. A lot of people write in um, asking us questions about that. And it's, you know, there's so many things that there just really isn't a resource out there. And you guys put together a very, very comprehensive resource in the back of your book. And um, Suzanne, I'd like you to touch a little bit on that. Well, that was really, I wish Keith were here because that was the piece that he really worked hard to put together. And there, it's just, um, you know, but the issue is, and I found this at the National Guard meetings that I've attended here for the state in Oregon, is that there are a lot of resources out there, but they seem to be very scattered and it's very difficult to pull them all together. And so um, Keith did a lot of work just reaching out to different uh, communities and agencies and trying to get all the information he could and pull it into one place and actually organize it. So what he did, it's, it's almost like he put together a clearinghouse of information for parents and also um, information that's specific to the veterans themselves. And it's really a wonderful resource. It is. It is. You know, one of the numbers I'm going to read today that I saw right away that I love that you put in here is the caregiver support line. Uh, that's a hotline, a crisis line. Uh, the caregiver support line, I think, is apropos for our military parents. It's 1-855-260-3274. Again, that's 1-855-260-3274. I want to circle back a little bit to the caregivers, um, and I love that 
that's how it's put because a caregiver can be an aunt, it can be an uncle, it can be a stepmom, uh, you know, it can be a biological mother and dad, or it can be an older brother and sister because we see a lot of that happening. Um, can you guys talk a little bit about your best advice for our listeners today who we've got a lot of pods on there, parents of deployed service members, about how to take care of themselves as a caregiver because that goes against our nature. We want to do everything for our service members and their families, but we all know that that leads to burnout. Suzanne? I think one of the... Go ahead, Paula, actually. Um, I think one of the key um, steps is to begin to give themselves permission to get their own help. That there is so much of giving and self-sacrifice. It's almost like the parents take on a lot of the values that the military members carry themselves and a sense of guilt if they feel like they need to take care of themselves, when indeed we know that if they can better care for themselves, they can be a better caregiver. themselves permission to do that. And it starts with them um, really, you know, frequently kind of taking what we describe in the book, a, a temperature reading of how they're doing physically and emotionally and mentally. You know, what is, how, how is their well-being this week? And if they're noting signs that they're not doing well or they're, they're, they're struggling, that they actually have a voice and they seek help, whether it's with a friend or someone from their church or an, another parent, but they give themselves the permission to kind of express how they're feeling. Well, and especially before it's too late, we get a lot of people that write in to us about feeling like they're drowning. And I I think you hit the nail on the head with one of these quotes where it says, I'm still working on compassion fatigue. I'm better at saying no, that doesn't work for me right now, or let me think on it and I'll get back to you. Um, you know, as parents, you know, we have compassion fatigue on a good day. But when you add in, you know, the needs of a service member, especially somebody who might have a physical injury or what you call a spiritual or emotional injury. I mean, we all know when our young men and women go to war, they do not come back the same and everything has to shift. Uh, can, uh, can Paula, you talk a little bit about, we've got only a couple minutes to break, about how best a parent can adjust to a new normal. Um, I think, as you said, service members come home changed, and we also know that the loved ones who support them during their deployments also change. And so for mothers and fathers to, again, um, be flexible in how they judge not only like their, their critique maybe others or their service members, but to not be harsh on themselves with respect to changes that they see in their belief system that have occurred as a result of this process that... Um, it, it's normal for them to have different ways of viewing themselves and the world, their child, um, to see things different spiritually, and that it doesn't always have to be bad. Those changes can be good, that, you know, despite the difficulty or the hardships that have occurred and the change in thinking, that sometimes it can bring greater meaning to their life. Suzanne, I don't know if you want to add to that. Well, I, I absolutely agree with that. And to really sort of take stock of, of who you are currently and how you're being impacted currently um, by your service member and your relationship with your service member um, and to really be thoughtful about what, what are my beliefs now and how am I different and how can I now take that difference? And as Paula said, 
really go with that and grow with that and, and make the most of it. Oh, you guys, I want to thank you so much for being our guest today. I want to thank first Blythe Lippman for stepping in and co-hosting with me at the last minute. As always, it's been a pleasure. Uh, Paula Dominici and Suzanne Best and, and the Keith Armstrong, who's with us today in spirit, I want to thank you for the time and effort. I can tell this took a lot of work to put together. The book is Courage After Fire for Parents of Service Members, Strategy for Coping When Your Son or Daughter Returns from Deployment. Look it up. It's a good read. 